I really enjoyed the uh, day today. Uh, I thought it was a wonderful time together with Tai Chi, and I'm, I'm looking forward to what that will produce in the future as well. Uh, I, I, uh, I, one of the things that I'm trying to do as I've moved here uh, to Sierra Madre is just really try to get to know people in the community. Uh, so uh, one of my activities this last week was to go to the uh, Arcadia uh, Chamber of Commerce uh, meet and greet luncheon or whatever. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but uh, trying to meet people in the area. And I really enjoyed doing that. Uh, so just trying to meet people, trying to get into people's lives. Uh, if we wait for people to come to us, uh, we're not going to get anywhere. Uh, we got to get out and we got to get in people's lives and, uh, and, and, and be available for them, be present for them in the same way the Lord is present for them. Uh, I've been doing, uh, I've been going through in these uh, Chinese house church uh, uh, sermons that I've been doing. I've been trying to describe attributes of God. And when we see attributes of God, uh, then we also know that uh, how we can better live our lives. So whatever God is like, uh, that affects who I am and it thinks the work that I should be doing. And so I'd like to talk about that quality tonight of how God is impartial. Uh, God does not have favorites. <clears throat> God does not. Uh, uh, God does not recognize human beings on a on a layers where somebody is a higher level than other people are. God sees all of us the same, and <clears throat> uh, that's kind of uh, scary for some of us because we're like, uh, well, I, I've earned, I've I, I've earned a higher level or I've grown to a higher level, or uh, there's, there must be something very special about me. And, uh, and, and so we think too highly of ourselves. Or sometimes it goes the other way. Uh, some people don't think highly enough of themselves. They're always putting themselves down, thinking they don't have any value, uh, thinking that they're part of the lower level that doesn't count. And they need to hear good news. God does not, is impartial. He does not have favorites. Uh, he, uh, he treats all of us the same, and he loves all of us the same. He thinks he has the same value placed on all of us. Uh, I think that's very important for us to realize, whether we think too highly of ourselves or too lowly of ourselves. God sees us all the same. Uh, so it, when I think about uh, how this God uh, does not show partiality. He does not show favoritism. I'd like to talk about some specific verses that, that talk about how uh, uh, God, uh, differences that God ignores, uh, such as a basic one in the New Testament. And it, as here at Madre, we've been uh, going through the book of Acts on Wednesday night. And uh, uh, in the book of Acts, the church is expanding beyond uh, just a being a Jewish sect. Um, they're expanding beyond uh, the, the, the title of God's people or the church is expanding beyond just the initial Jewish believers uh, surrounding Jerusalem, the initial Jewish believers uh, that Jesus gathered around him. And so there's a movement out into the world 
to take on people from all races all over the world. The gospel is meant for everybody. Uh, we see this in Acts chapter 10 when, uh, when uh, Peter, uh, through, and I won't go through the whole story, I encourage you to read it for yourself, but uh, in Acts chapter 10, when Peter is shown a vision of unclean animals and, uh, and, and God tells him, go eat these unclean animals, he says, I've never eaten any of these unclean animals. I'm not about to start now, God. And, uh, and God has to show him through these unclean animals, look, everything I've made is clean. And he's not talking about animals. He's talking about people. Because right after that, he has those visions. Some people knock on his door, and they are from the Roman Cornelius' house, the centurion, the soldier. Now, this is somebody Peter would normally completely hide from. Uh, Cornelius is a Roman soldier. Uh, this is this is have some have some of his people knocking on your door would have been a very scary situation. But because he's had these visions and God is specific with him, he goes to Cornelius's house and he does see that Cornelius does believe and that God has accepted him, uh, even though he is not a Jew, uh, even though he is a, a pagan Roman soldier. Uh, God has accepted him. And uh, so this is what Peter says in Acts chapter 10, uh, verses 34 and 35. Uh, Thais, do you see those? If you'd like to read, uh, just read those uh, two verses there. 34 and 35? Yes. She'll be right Peter, there. Then Peter began to speak. I, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accept, accepts men from every nation who fear him and do do what is right. Okay, so here, here he is. Uh, I now understand. <laughs> See, he's been, he's been transformed from this person who, uh, uh, he's been transformed from this person who uh, uh, doesn't, um, uh, from someone who thought, well, the Jewish people, they're the most special. Uh, and, and therefore, uh, we're the ones that deserve his heritage. And, uh, of course, uh, Peter is, uh, is changed uh, because he sees, you know, God loves these Romans as well. Uh, so it's it just incredibly important. Uh, so uh, God, is, God does not base his uh, place value he does not place his love on certain races over others that has never been his intention uh, even in exodus chapter 19 where he chose the israelite people he said the whole earth is mine but you shall be for me a treasured possession a royal priesthood a holy nation uh, that didn't mean that they were that they were the only ones he liked uh, that means that uh, it, that means that he was uh, that, that they would be the key to the world. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, in what ways does God ignore differences? He also does not value people based on outward appearances. Uh, there's that great story in uh, in First Samuel uh, where uh, Saul was chosen as the first king of Israel. But he doesn't do a very good job. He's, he's disobedient. 
And uh, so God says, I want you to go to Jesse, Samuel, I want you to go to Jesse's house and I want you to choose uh, my next king. And so he, uh, and, and, and so he says, yes, uh, I'll go. And, and when he gets to the house, uh, he starts bringing out Jesse's sons. And uh, the, first, the first couple of sons come out and they are very impressive looking people. Uh, they probably look like soldiers. Uh, they are tall, uh, handsome. Uh, they're everything that you would want in a king. Uh, but uh, that is not what God was interested in. God was interested in something uh, completely different. And so, uh, Anthony, would you mind reading uh, from 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, uh, what the Lord says about uh, how, how he sees people? But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I, I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Okay. Uh, I mean, very clear here. God looks at people differently than people look at people. The Lord looks at the heart. So an outward appearance of strength or position or money, these are things that God does not uh, does not make differences. He does not favor uh, physical strength. He does not favor high position. He does not favor uh, the, a lot of money. Uh, he, he simply wants to look at the heart. And, and so this is, uh, this is how God values people. Uh, so those outward appearances, uh, whether big or small, rich or poor, um, well-dressed or not, high position or lowly position, God ignores those differences between people. They, they do not cause him to place more, more value on one person over another. And then finally, actually, and this is fascinating to me, God at many times does not, he, he, he does not, he is not impartial just toward righteous people. Uh, he does not look upon a person's level of righteousness and, and value them differently. Uh, these are some verses that I kind of grew up on uh, from Romans chapter three. In Romans chapter three, Paul is making the case that, Paul, that God sees Jews and Gentiles. He sees them all equally. And what does he see them as? Well, he sees them as, uh, the, number one, they are all sinners. And he spends all of Romans three saying, uh, no one is righteous. No one does the right thing. No one says the right thing. They're all the same when it comes to sin. But listen to this passage in Romans 3. That's not the only way that they are the same. Hey, Chen, you want to read uh, Romans 3, verses 22 through 24? Sure, Darren. Romans chapter 3, verses 22 to 24. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and all short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Oh, I love that. I grew up on verse 23. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
I wish I had grown up just as much on verse 24, because verse 24 is the is making the same statement. Everyone's the same before God because of our sin. And everyone's the same before our God because of the grace that comes through Christ Jesus. We are all in need of grace. And God will be is generous to all by the grace of Jesus. Uh, both of these are sin and the grace God shows us. These are these are these are the reasons why there are no favorites. God values us all the same. Even if we have walked away from him, it's his desire for us, his love for us, his desire to come and get us again. That makes us one on the same level. I, I, I do think it's, it's important as you read the Gospels that uh, <clears throat> it's important as you read the Gospels that you see Jesus is all alone when he goes to the cross. The crowds have turned against him. Uh, the, his own disciples have run from him. Uh, even the closest ones to him, uh, they, uh, even the closest ones to him, the people that we would have said, choose your closest disciples based on their ability. Even they have, well, they've fallen asleep when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. They have run when the soldiers came and they have, uh, they have denied Jesus. He's all alone. That's, that just says we're all in this together. We all have put him on the cross and we all are in need of his salvation. So God does not show favorites. We are all in need. Uh, so if God, there are times in the Bible where God, it seems like God is playing favorites, but he is not. He treats a relationship as being very special, but he always takes that special relationship and he uses that relationship to reach everybody else, uh, such as uh, in the Old Testament. He chooses Abraham and he tells Abraham, uh, I'm going to make of you a people, a strong nation. And then he makes this promise. And through you and your descendants, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. He does the same thing with the church in the New Testament. Yes, I think we as the church have a very special relationship with God that nobody else has. <laughs> but we're not just his favorites. We're not special to him because we deserve it. He has chosen us so that we might be a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people who reach out to everybody else. And if we, if we, if we are that kind of people, then we, get, we need to be as impartial as God is. We need to be without that desire or need to show favoritism to others. Uh, we see this in Matthew chapter 5, and I love this. Uh, Alan, you want to read uh, Matthew 5, um, verses 44 and 45? But I tell you, 
Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Okay, he makes this phenomenal statement here. Uh, love your enemies. Uh, he'll go on after this to say, look, if you're just going to be a kind of people that you just say hello to the people just like you, you just, uh, you just greet and treat kindly those people that, that, that you're close to. I mean, pagans do that. I, I, I see pagans all the time that are nice to the people that are nice to them. That doesn't make you a Christian just because you're nice to some people. To make us disciples of Jesus Christ, we go the next level, and we are we are hungry for, we are searching for the people that are even the enemies of God. In that way, and I love this description, in that way, we might be called children of your Father in heaven. We are becoming like him. He'll actually say in verse 48, just a few verses later, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Now, he's not meaning we're going to get to be perfect without sin. Uh, he's not meaning we're going to be perfect because we always make the right decision. <laughs> we will approach the perfection of the father when we start treating everybody with kindness. No matter who they are, no matter where they've been, no matter even what they've done to us, that we treat everybody with value and kindness. Uh, this is what God has done for us. Uh, so, again, I just think it's important. This is who God is. God does not show favoritism. As his people, we don't look with partiality on anybody. Uh, we, we value everyone, we want to love everyone, and we want everybody to experience the salvation that we have received. And we'll, and we'll rejoice when others find it as well. Thank you guys for uh, reading for me tonight, and uh, God bless you.